This vigil mass of the solemnity of Pentecost is quite an interesting one, if we think about it. Because in the history of our faith, this solemnity had a greater kind of celebration to it. Instead of just having three readings, it had seven. It looked a lot more like the vigil for Easter, a lot longer. And the reason for it is, is because there's some great solemnity in this feast, where the Holy Spirit descends upon the apostles in the upper room and breathes into them, allows them to be united in a new and special way to God, and sends them forth to become witnesses for the gospel. Now today, this solemnity seems much more like any other Saturday evening Mass. But what is not lost, of course, is the importance of it. Is that the Holy Spirit is coming to do the same thing for us that it has done for the disciples in the upper room. Calls us together, unites us, is breathed into us, given to us by God our Father through Jesus Christ for a purpose which is to continue the ministry and work of Jesus in our midst. Our Lord says in the Gospel reading tonight, Let anyone who thirsts come to me and drink. Quoting scripture, Rivers of living water will flow from within him who believes in me. That our belief in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, as the second person of the Most Holy Trinity, as the Messiah himself, calls us to action, calls us to witness. And that is what the Solemnity of Pentecost is about, where Jesus' promised gift of the Advocate, given through the Father to us, gives us the ability, the strength, the grace necessary to continue the work of Jesus in our time today, throughout the world, to bring others to the kingdom of heaven. But in this gift that Jesus is offered to us, there is a response that is required of us. And the first of which is, that we be willing to receive it. Of course we know we receive in some ways the Holy Spirit through our own baptism. He descends upon us, welcomes us into the family of God, unites us in a special way to Jesus Christ, allows us to receive grace, to be forgiven of our sins, and to respond in some ways. But in Pentecost, we are more united, further united with this gift. We are given more responsibility and power. We hear in the readings that, the first reading especially, that those people of Babel were cast out, sent out, And they were no longer able to understand each other. Which, of course, causes a great deal of friction and confusion. 
But we as Christian brothers and sisters, we do understand each other. We understand what our faith is asking of us, which is to witness to the beauty, mercy, and love of God our Father through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. We hear in the second letter from St. Paul to the Romans, we also groan within ourselves as we await for the adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that sees is not hope, for who hopes for what one sees? So we are awaiting, in many ways in pain and agony, for the coming of Christ again within us. But during that time we are called to spread his gospel to the corners of the world, to stand up and live in truth, to offer mercy and justice, to proclaim God our Father, to be united to the cross of Jesus Christ, to have no fear in witnessing for that cross. But it's interesting, in our world today, it becomes more and more difficult for us to fully witness to the goodness of God. It seems as if there are less and less people that are willing and wanting to respond, to hear what God has to say through the holy words of Scripture, to experience the beauty of God's mercy and forgiveness, to respond to the goodness of in truth that he offers us. And so as disciples of Jesus Christ who are called to witness, we so often fail at fully doing so, at living the gospel in our own lives and proclaiming it to others. We become like the disciples in the upper room waiting for the coming of Jesus Christ in fear, behind locked doors, But God has breathed the Holy Spirit into us, has set us aflame with the fire of his love, and calls us to stand and to preach. My brothers and sisters, we cannot permit our own fears from stopping the goodness of God being spread throughout the world, from allowing the gift of the Holy Spirit to unite us even further to the goodness of God our Father. We have to be willing to stand up and to stand up for truth. We can't allow our fear to stop us. God has given us the advocate. He has given us the ability to receive courage. We simply have to be willing to accept it. My brothers and sisters, never be afraid to proclaim who you are in this world. Never be afraid to proclaim who your God is and to live the life that he asks us to. Never allow culture and sin to infect you. Because God has proclaimed you worthy of so much more.
And so we unite ourselves even deeper to him in this solemnity. We unite ourselves even more to him in the reception of the Holy Eucharist. And so as we come before him today to receive him, let us pray for the gift of courage to be a light in darkness, to stand up for what we know is true and good and holy, and never to allow our fear to stop the work of God within and through us. Thank <laughs> you.